All right, well, guess what? We're on. Now we're officially on. <laughs> oh, <we don't>. <laughs> uh, fuck yeah, dude. I was just thinking. I was, I'll save this for the pod. When was the last time we did a fucking solo episode? So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to bring up the fucking- Decent minute ago. It's been a hot minute. I reckon we went in hard ago. on some conspiratorialism. I'd say so. On the I last one, it was- which, which, Yeah, have a, oh, I'm actually not too sure. To be completely honest. Goodbye 2022. Wow. 29th of December. It's been half a year. Months ago. It's and we haven't really pumped out that many episodes since then. We've been we've been busy boys. We have been very we've busy been boys. Fucking busy boys. Um, I think that's why we wanted to just get on here and do a bit of a solo episode. Just to you know, just to refamiliarize yourself, yeah, which is yeah, like yeah. I fucked that up, but refamiliarize. There, yeah, there we go. There we go. Yourself with just your boys. I right? think I think, you know, people gotta understand you've just had your second second kid. Yep. So once yep. again, congratulations. I've, you know, I've told you a million times, but he's a beautiful little dude. Yeah, so. he's, a, he's a good man. Don't know where he, he gets that from. He's might a good, not be the father. Yeah, might not be the father, um, but, but you know nah, what? he's a he's a legend, man. If yeah. you're not gonna be the father, you'd want a cute kid at Yeah, least, right? exactly. You don't want some mom. Has he been has he been gone alright? Yeah, been, man. And he's he's uh absolute legend, man. Like I think this time around, and not oh, I fucking love Winston so much, but just in terms of my own, like where my head was at when you're a first time parent at mm. 24 or whatever it was, and just yeah. like you're just kind of wrapped up sometimes in the emotion of it all. You don't really get to like just stop and take stock. Whereas like because of that, this time around, I've been super conscious of just like really enjoying the moments. Um, so yeah, no, I've been really just loving actually taking it all in this time around and making sure that it's like, cause this is it. I'm done. I'm going, that's it. You're I'm done, going yeah. the snippy long stockings, two, dude. Two is what, like, you know, if I ever get blessed with the chance, two yep. is what I would like to. Yeah, bro. Well. I think that's Three's the sweet spot. Just, just a bit, seems like Yeah, bro. Every person I've seen, and I used to say this about multiple kids in general, but really it is when I see someone with three kids in the shops, I'm just like, <laughs> the other day, literally, right? I was at I was at the fish and chip shop waiting for my order, and there was a dad with his three kids, and they like two were in the trolley, one was standing next to the trolley, and he was just on his phone, and they were just like looking at me, going, <laughs> just like making noises at me, and I'm just yeah, like, right. what the fuck? And this dad had no clue; he was just so checked out. I'm like, that's what I don't want to be. Yeah, I don't want to be that dude just looking at his phone, like thinking, please. Some sort of meteor come down from the sky. <laughs> yeah, like give me some me reprieve right now. Right now. Yeah, these three kids enough. are just screaming at bystanders, and he couldn't give a fuck. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, that's just not. I never wanted to be that parent, man. Mm. And I see it like in the shops all the time. You just see some mum that's just like so burnt out, and she's just got three kids fucking pulling her dress and yeah. spilling her fucking coffee and asking for all the toys in the shop, and I'm and she's just like ready to kill them all, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like. Not You're for like, me, nah, dude. Go, 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 fucking hit so on that. six year gap. Yeah, one that understands the concept of like, give us two seconds. I got to do something for the baby, and then I'm all yours. Yeah, perfect, man. Really, Fantastic. really enjoying it. So, yeah. um, it's been good, man. But yeah, look, we've just been super busy. Obviously, you've been yeah. you've been flat out with uh, with yeah marketing That's lately, it, man. Bro. It's, just uh, growing, growing, and growing. We've uh, you know had some good opportunities and like you know made some good friends and connections and just doing some good work. So like, bro, it's been. Super busy in in that aspect. Um, I, I just love getting to be creative, bro. Like I keep saying this to everyone that that asks me about, you know, how I'm going with it. Just the fact that even this time last year, I was still doing another job. So the, so July last year was when I went full time, 
working for myself. So it's been a year now as of this month. Wow. Congratulations, yeah. bro. Thanks, bro. And it's like, don't get me wrong. It's hard as yeah. fuck. And there's a lot of things that I do miss. I was actually saying to Rookie recently, I was like, I miss the social aspect. Yeah. I miss, because like I'll wake up, right? And apart from, you know, clients calling me in, mates still calling me and shit. I don't see anyone other than Lachlan. And even then two days a week, he goes somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like just during the week, I miss that where I could walk in, shake Rookie's hand, shake Swati's hand and be like, you know what's going on? And then everyone was there. Yeah. I miss that the most, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. Look, and I, I'm the same, I guess, as well. Like working from home was just different. When I went and did that Sydney trip um, and oh, for those who are listening who don't know the story, I got flown over to Sydney for work, but- um, which is the first time I've ever got to do anything like that. But that was the first time in a year and a half of me being in a, like an office setting as well. Yeah. So I had to go out and buy fucking office clothes because yeah, I'm just yeah, like decked yeah. out in fucking trackies <laughs> and, and jumpers at home. Yeah. But yeah, just actually being able to be in that office setting and like have conversations that you can't really have over Zoom because you don't know who's watching or whatever yeah, when you do exactly. it. So like just having banter and like fucking around in person. Um, it's just, yeah, I, I missed that a little bit. Yeah. Um, especially like I was quite lucky that I had like a couple of blokes that I work with that just like ruthless individuals when I was working at TPG and we would just take the absolute fucking piss out of each other nonstop. So I missed that. Yeah. Getting to spend your day just fucking ripping into each other. So yeah, I feel that man where you're just like, yeah. And again, you're not. When you'll meet with clients, you're not going to be like having banter with a fucking client. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You it's do, but of, like you're not. Yeah, not like that. Yeah. It's all above board. It's fucking yeah. businessman. It's um. Yeah. So yeah, but I think I think as the business grows and you guys will start being able to be like, hey, let's organize like a networking day mm. or breakfast or whatever it is, and like get more people together and start bringing that social in, like, aspect into the job. Um, you know, then all of a sudden you're getting to do that on a regular basis. And yeah, I think that'll bro. make a huge difference. And another massive difference, the thing that we would like to have in the next couple of years, once we kind of can, is have to have our own office as well. So once yep. we kind of start getting our own, our own staff, instead of like contracting people or doing yep. everything ourselves, we actually start having to get staff. We will then get an office. Yeah. And then if I want to go get that social interaction, I can. Yeah. But if I don't want to, because I'm never going back to working in an office like, full-time or working no, somewhere no else full-time again. Yeah, like, nah. It's just, I like being able to get out of my bed, walk across to my office and do oh, some bro, shit. It's the best thing yeah. in the fucking world. Yeah. And I don't, yeah. I don't, as much as I miss the social aspect, I do not miss the fucking train. I do nah. not miss the travel. I do not miss the time that I lose. Like I don't miss any of that shit, but um, it is a reminder of the, the perks of it sometimes, which was like, and also like even, you know, for my stand up, I used to be in the city. Yeah. So like I could just go do a gig and it was like, I'm already there. I get home a bit later, but I'm already there. Whereas mm. like now when I do a crank of comedy or whatever, I'm like, I got to finish work, drive into the fucking city, do five minutes of comedy and drive, yeah, then the drive home. home. And I'm like, yeah, you're like, why fuck. am I here, dude? Especially like yeah. now that I, you know, comedy's been going well enough that we've been doing the SA Comedy Road Show, and yeah. you know we're selling out fucking shows. Have we you got, told? Have you told the? I don't even know. It's been now nah, because that's really. I think maybe we had the first show at the end of last year, but yeah, obviously. I, I think, mean, you I don't think we've mentioned it on 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 the, the yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, I mean, myself, uh, Clay McMath, who's been on the podcast, yeah, um, and then uh, Jay Michael and Bowley um, have been doing the SA Comedy Roadshow. And yeah, I've got a show this Saturday night, like could have sold fuck, probably like 150, but they had to cap it because of the venue size at 100. So that sold out now? Yeah, bro, it yeah, was sold see. out like two weeks ago. Killer. And then I went there on Saturday to like, and they're like, we've been getting phone calls all weekend, just like 
I'm trying to get tickets for the show, really? but I can't get them. And they're like, that's because we've stopped it because we sold out. Yeah, and no that's shit. That's going to be a wild show Saturday night. Fuck, I must have won the last ones then because I only bought yeah. mine like a week and that's a half That's why ago. I'm glad I messaged you too. Yeah. yeah. And I got dad and AJ's as well. Like the night after I messaged you guys, I was like, I better get theirs too. Mm. And then literally the next night, Carrie messaged me and was like, I can't get them. And then I had to go sort it out. Oh, so like, we just snuck in. Shit. Um, so yeah, I went and checked out the venue as well. hundred people in there is going to be fucking bananas. Yes, and yeah. I'm hosting as well, which I love hosting. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, hosting- so do, you, do you rotate that? Because I remember last time, the one that I went to would have been uh, Murray Bridge. Might have been the last now, one. Now, the only two people that have hosted them so far is me and Bolly. Yeah, I thought it was him, um, yeah. Because he does the most of them. He is a great host, but I like hosting because um, it... I don't know. Just like I get to work a bit more on crowd stuff, which I never do. Like yeah. it forces me to do that, but also get to break up my set. So if I forget something or whatever in the fact, like yeah. I've actually got an opportunity to come back and do it. Yeah, or like, yeah, yeah. You know? And I also enjoy like opening the night is tough. And then I get to like have the crowd completely warmed up by the acts. Then they come back from a break and they're all super engaged. And I always find that my set, my little mini set after the break before the fu- the two final acts of the night is always killer. I don't know why, yeah. but that's always when I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. So going yeah, first just enjoy anything. Oh, so whether tough. it's comedian or whether, mu- I don't think I've ever performed and gone first, but like I can only imagine that it would be fucking AIDS. Yeah, it is. I, I used right. to hate it way more. Um, I think I got to a point where like some nights it's like good to just get it out of the way and like you then enjoy the rest of the night. So yeah. I don't mind it sometimes. Depends on the crowd. Like bigger crowd that you can tell is like my demographic. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Let, like, I'll go first. No problem. Yeah. Um, smaller crowds and like crowds that you don't think you're going to play well to. They're the yeah. hard ones because like you are reach. going up. Oh, bro. <laughs> uh, we definitely <laughs> talked about that on the So we have talked Did about we? it because I talked about my yeah, biggest bomb okay. ever. So oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's some where you don't want to open, but sometimes, I mean, I used to be, like, petrified of it because yeah. I hadn't done it for forever, like, until, like, 2019 or something. I'd just never been put on first. Yeah. So I, like, just didn't – and then I'm glad I got put on a few times and got used to that, and um, now, you know, it doesn't really bother me too much. Hosting is hard as well because you've got to – like get you know you got to come back all the time so yeah. you can never really switch off yeah um but i don't know it's just a it's yeah, fun man it's good fun. such a good experience and um yeah i just love uh running the night so yeah that should be awesome bro yeah, like and we're, we're really trying to um grow that so that it can be like a very consistent thing for us and we want to like one of my big comedy goals i've got left is to go and do a show interstate mm. um so because i don't like the uh boys asked the other day like you're interested in doing fringe again i'm like not really. Like yeah. shows like this that have high reward for low risk with the, all the other shit that I've got going on, which we'll get into in a minute, is just all I need. Mm. It allows mm. me to have long sets and actually get to do it like a, a long act. It allows me to host. It allows me to have the fun of running a show. It allows me to have these really awesome nights and not have to pay or risk any money up front. Yeah, that's it. The idea of putting on a fringe show, forking out so much money up front and then just stressing and clawing and hoping to make it successful yeah. just doesn't really interest me. Yeah, like especially it's, interstate where, yeah, where you no can't one. drag your mates. No, exactly. Interst- I mean, some of them might. Who knows? You know, if, I feel like if you went and played in prison, I'd, I'd come. Yeah, oh, bro. You know what I mean? Like, but oh. like 
if it was a consistent thing where you were like, all right, here I'm in, I'm in Perth, now I'm in Melbourne, you're not going to have people fucking flying around everywhere. No, so right, and that's be- just so much re- for when you're just starting out and you haven't caught some weird viral fucking fame and the podcast is not big enough yet for us mm. to, for me to be able to ride the coattails of that or anything and people. So it's like, it's just a lot of risk for sometimes very minimal reward. Yeah. And you got to be willing to do that grind. And I'm like, I'm just happy you know, growing this little organic uh, road show where it puts money in all our pockets more than we'll ever get from doing yeah. shows in fucking just Adelaide. Um, and uh, and it's just so much fun. Like yeah, uh, hanging out, like, that group is so good as well that we just have like such a blast doing it. Yeah. And that's more important. Like when we drove out to Peary last year, that was more fun than the gig. Not that the gig wasn't fun. Yeah, it was just like that, 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 that commu- two and a half hour drive. Commute, yeah. And then we got beers, but like more beers on the way home. So we're all just fucking like, except for Clay who's driving, but the other three of us are just fucking blind <laughs> talking yeah. so much smack. Yeah. That's the fun of doing it. And I always heard those stories. And I remember I said like probably in the early days of the podcast, we were talking about what do you want to do with your comedy? And I yeah, said, I want yeah. to start doing these rural shows and Yeah. Whatever. Oh yeah. And fucking that's you all, did, didn't you? Like yeah. literally like, even the first- Three or four episodes, you were saying yep. that. So yeah. that, that's now kind of come to fruition. So my next goal is is to obviously do some shows interstate. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that can happen anytime. Yeah, that can, no and the good thing though. about comedy is it's not like you need to be young. No, dude, some of the best ever like, are fucking yeah, 50 plus. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I was always a big fan of Stephen K. Amos. And, I, and like, I didn't see anything from, from him for such a long time. Yeah. Um, and then recently, within like the last like couple of weeks, I went back on YouTube and tried to find his like new stand-up sets. Yeah. And I saw one from like a Just for Laughs or something like that from like a, a year ago or some amount of months ago. Yeah. And I'm like, this dude's still hilarious. Like he's yeah, still bro. fucking so good. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's exactly it, bro. Like it doesn't. Some of them just like you know, some of them age out a bit, and you're like, yeah, yeah, and they just kind of lose that flair. But yeah. a lot of them, bro, like they just get better and better. They yeah. they hone that craft. I'm actually super excited because um, Tom Segura's latest special just hit Netflix last night. Oh no shit! And so I'm like, I'm gonna get out of here and make sure, wake Erica up if she's yeah. on because I'm like, oh, we were gonna watch it last night, but Mum stayed over. Yeah, and I was like, I'm getting home from the potty tonight. We're watching this. He's one of my favorite stand-up yeah. comedians because he's just so dry. You get around and- his podcast as well, don't you? Yeah, Is yeah. That two I bears do. one. Yeah, I like two bears. I don't mind the one with his wife either. But I like him even as a guest on other podcasts and stuff as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've been smashing so many like podcasts lately as well, bro. What have you been listening to? Anything interesting? Listen to a country song. A country song? Yeah. I was going to say, no, I was saying podcast wise. Oh, I thought you said listening in general. No, no, we'll get um, into podcast, some songs soon. You but- know what's interesting, man? Like I just haven't really been into podcasts lately. Really? Just like, I mean, the, the occasional, I listened to the one with the JRE episode with- Oh, RFK. Uh, uh, yeah, JFK. Yeah, what'd you think of um, that? RFK. Oh, RFK. Robert, well, sorry, yeah, Robert yeah, F. Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. Robert, yeah. JFK's dead. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah That would be but, weird you know, if JFK's he was like- whatever he is to Joe him. Rogan's doing yeah. a fucking seance <laughs> like- Doing a hologram. Like. Who killed you? <laughs> yeah. It says- Oh, see? See? I? I? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. He was saying some real shit. I mean, like, I know we wanted to get a little bit conspiratorial in, in this yeah. one- he was, saying some, he was saying some oh, real dude. shit, man. All right, let's, I'll tell you. Because he's running for president, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, the most wild thing out of that whole episode, which uh, blew my fucking mind because it makes a lot of sense. And it, I've never heard it talked about with vaccines before. And it, yeah, it actually fought, like literally like made my jaw drop. Mm. And you remember when he was talking about, so what he was saying is, 
um, you've obviously got the two kinds of vaccines, right? So you've got live virus vaccines. Now, the reason why live virus vaccines were easy to get passed through all the legislation or whatever is because with a live virus, you can actually trigger a like a, a better immune response. Yeah. And the way that they test the efficacy of vaccines is by getting an immune response, right? So they show, yep, we inject this little bit of the thing, look at all the antibodies reacting to the bit of the virus in there, um, mm. and oh, cool, that's clearly working. So with dead virus or whatever the actual term is, and I'm fucking this up, go listen to the episode, but yeah. with dead virus vaccines or non-live virus vaccines, they don't trigger much of an immune response. So they're, they're better because you're not injecting the live virus and you're just using it, but you're not showing the, the, the immune response that you want to yeah. be able to be like, this is really effective at, at actually fighting whatever the disease that we're trying to protect the person from. So what they did is start putting other additives and shit in yeah. the vaccines that trigger an immune response yeah. because of the shit that's in there. Not the virus, not the thing that they're trying to protect you from. So that's where the mercuries the and the, the aluminiums yeah. and the other he, shit that he, he mentioned. He was mentioning the specific mercury and then the other. So there was like mercury, one type of mercury and another type of mercury that he was mentioning. Yeah. And like, it was just nuts that, that they were even putting that in there in the first place. Yep. You know? yep. And then that they, the way they try to say it is like, oh, there's good mercury and bad mercury. And he's like, yeah. no, it's all fucking mercury. Yeah. But they were saying that, yeah, so then what they do is they then it became this thing where they're like, we can just put fucking the most wild shit in here because we're able to get it passed on the basis of here's the vaccine, here's the immune response. Mm. Oh, yeah, clearly antibodies are rushing to yeah. this thing, but it's because it's fighting what the fuck is this shit you're putting in me. And that was correlated with the whole you can't sue the vaccine companies. So- not only were they doing this to get vaccines passed, they knew they had no repercussions mm. from putting that shit in there because there was no chance they were ever going to get sued because they'd already put in that fucking legislation that they couldn't. Yeah. So then all of a sudden there's this fucking race of all these vaccine companies to try and make as many fucking vaccines as possible so they can get into the money fucking wheel of it. That's it, bro. Yeah, it's not, it, wasn't, it didn't become about healing people for the longest time. Oh, it's it was been always- about scientists. Now, he even mentioned this about scientists being paid X amount of money to say that you get X response mm-hmm. so that they can push it to the government who will then push it to the people. Yeah. But. And like, the he, you know, the way he's talking about all the, like the, you know, what the Hep B vaccine that was initially designed for um, and how they just then repurpose it because it wasn't selling under the original fucking guise of like it being for, you know, promiscuous fucking people and they were like, well, no one's going to fucking go and get this vaccination. So then they're just like, oh, well, we'll just give it to fucking kids and then just yeah. put it down as like, you know, safe for kids. And like we've always said, right, is that the, the reason why this used to cause so much like anxiety to talk about because people never wanted to hear it because obviously kids and everything were involved. But like we watch what they did with opioids. Like we literally, and yeah. this is how, what we talked about yeah. so long ago about how like they literally packaged and got approval from the FDA to package oxycodone as non-addictive and then give it to millions of Americans like Panadol and then literally kill, cripple so many people. Yeah. Why the fuck would they not be putting shit in the fucking vaccines yeah. to trigger an immune response, to get them approved? And that's probably the most concrete evidence of like what, like what I've never heard someone explain the reason for all the additives yeah. until that moment. Yeah. Because I'd always kind of wondered what was, how did this shit get in there? I always just, preserves, preserving, prever, ugh, preservatives was a reason, yeah. but this is a way more logical and ex, an explanatory reason of like, 
No, it was to trigger the immune response to get the approval to package it and go, yeah. and this is the thing. We knew it was never it was never really about saving people. Oh, no, not you at all. I mean? yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. He even talks about like how like, you know, the access to like hygiene and all of that shit did way more to stop the diseases that were like they reckon the vaccines save yeah. than what the fucking vaccines have. So, yeah, man, I think that's a really interesting candidate. And I think we talked about this on one of the, the last episodes that we did, but we talked about this shift in the way that informa- the flow of information. Now, the fact that Joe Rogan can have him on and not get shut down yeah. is a fucking massive piece of the puzzle when it comes to whenever the next election comes yeah. around. I feel um, like, yes. Remember when we first started and we, and we were like giving our takes on what we thought was going to happen with the election, what we thought was going on in the conspiracy realm, what we thought was all, just all our takes, right? And we were getting striked on YouTube and yeah. Joe Rogan was getting fucking demonized and anybody else would, you know, uh, I remember when like, X22 and all these other podcasts got kicked off of YouTube like completely yep. and ran into ran over into Rumble and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Isn't it interesting how from 2020 to now, you know, mid-2023, so three and a half years, let's say, how alternate media has shaped and, and changed the way that people in general are like digesting information because I feel like COVID had that impact where people went, this wasn't what we thought it was. Yeah. We've been lied to. Just general people have gone, we've been lied to about the virus. We've probably we've probably been lied to about the vaccine. Let's go check out other opinions. And just the fact that people are able to check out other opinions now in one place. Yep. Whereas before it was like, oh, even though it was, it was on YouTube, you'd have people here, people there. Rah, rah. Now it it's so like- scattered, It was so whereas scattered. Whereas now it's become a lot more centralized. You've got Truth Social. Yeah. You've got Rumble, which is a you know a great place. You've got Twitter owned by Elon Musk. And then yep. you've got you know Joe Rogan as you know the, probably the most listened to platform in the world. Yeah. And- um. And it's like, and it's just more and more people. Literally, had Ice Cube. Joe had Ice Cube on this week, and he was talking about how he lost a nine million dollar movie deal because he said, "No, I'm not getting the fucking vaccine." Yeah. And then the media crazy. went and released that information, being like, "Oh, look at fucking Ice Cube, rah rah," which is like generally you're not allowed to fucking just publish people's medical, medical fucking no, like, no, um, not at all record, not, not all. records, but you know what I mean, information, yeah, because of like Hippocratic laws and shit. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so that this shit's just gonna keep coming, man. Like, there's just the wheel of like people being like, "No, nah, we're not doing this." Shit anymore is going to keep coming out um and I'm, I'm really interested to see what happens with someone like rfk who like has just been the effort to censor him has been so relentless mm. and now you know everyone's talking about that that um that podcast and uh you know you still got russell brand who we've talked about a lot on this podcast who's still you know having the same conversations i watched his stand up i had to buy it because i couldn't find it to download he did it like a three-day replay thing on moment yeah, okay. Called Plandemic. No, oh, Brandemic, okay. sorry. Um, and fuck, it was funny, man. Yeah. Like, but just so, such good observations about the absolute hypocrisy and ridiculousness of everything that went on in, in 2020. Um, and so, yeah, just there's these big voices that aren't being shut down now that are actually like talking logical, you know, critical thinking pathways about all of this shit. So I just don't. I mean, A, I don't think we're ever going to find ourselves in a situation like we did again in 2020. Nah, I just no don't way. think that. Nah. Because, and this is what they talked about as well, is that nearly everyone knows someone who was injured by yeah. that vaccine. Everyone knows someone who lost their job. Yeah. The, and the lawsuits that are still going to be coming for the companies oh, yeah. that enforce that fucking uh, is going to be probably the most insane thing we've ever seen in our lifetime. Yeah. 
And we haven't even seen the long-term impact impacts no, of these haven't. vaccines yet. No, that's right. So, but like at the same time, we've we've said this from the start. We understand that people were forced to get it and they caved. Yeah. We've said this the whole time, you know, as much as we were like, yeah, no, we don't want to get the vaccine. We think it's bad. Well, we know it's bad. Yeah. Right. I completely understand when people now go to me, ah, look, I really wish I didn't get those vaccines, you know, because and this is they didn't work. down on them or anything. Either, no, right? not no, knocking them just- down. Not at all. Because they were like, well, they didn't work. I still got COVID. I still felt sick. I still was ill. Mm. Right. Uh, and then there's people dying left, right and center. And we still haven't seen what could be happening in the next 10 years with them. So it's hard, man. It's real hard. I do like, and I constantly find myself though, as I see more stuff and I'm just like, I feel blessed that I was able to not have to. Like yeah. I just, that's what it is. It's not like I'm, I'm just like, I'm so blessed that I was able to avoid the, because if I'd gotten to the point where I did have to weigh up my job or getting it, I would have caved. And yeah, I've said this 100%. on the podcast a million times. Yeah because I had a family and I, you know, everything else that I had to pay. And yeah. I'm just so lucky that I got made redundant before they were about to force me. Yeah. And then I've gotten a job where I've been permanently from home ever since. Um, and now it's not even a fucking thing. Yeah. I mean, look, I got, yeah. I went to Sydney, yeah. just got on a fucking plane. Yeah. Well, that was not going to fucking happen two years ago. No, um, you could even drive across even the border two years ago. The question that there's not even the button when you check <laughs> yeah. in or anything like there would have been. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's just wild to me that that's not even a fucking thing now. You know what's interesting? Um, back when COVID kind of first started and then, you know, the vaccine stuff kind of ha- happened there at the end of 2021, started 2022 there. Um, the, my grandma's nursing home, if you didn't have your, have your vaccine, or both, like both of the doses, you weren't allowed in, yeah. right? And then they were like, you need to have both of the initial doses and a booster to come in. And then when you ca- you had a test when you come in, so you always had to do the test. But they were like, you need two doses and a booster to come in. And then I think they even ended up going, you need two boosters, right? And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, my mum just called me and went, you can come in now. And I was like, okay, so I couldn't see her for like six plus months, more, maybe even seven months, because I didn't get the vaccine. And now it's just no, you can come in, just just test to see if you're all right, you know. It's strange, bro. Yeah. It's fucking. Hey, did strange. you see that bodybuilder who died this week as well? Nah? Who was that? There was a there was a big thing about him because he was um, he did it was on a podcast talking about how he had four shots oh, and died really? of an aneurysm. Bodybuilder. Shit. Well, yeah. See, I mean, that's the thing, man. People are still people are still getting these um these blood clots and stuff, aren't they? When it comes yeah, to bodybuilder this. Joe Linda dies at thirty. Cause of death explained. But yeah, there was heaps of stuff about him uh, going on the podcast, like on this podcast, being like, "Yeah, man, I got guilted into having it. Now I've had four shots, and uh, he just dies of an aneurysm." And the dude was fucking jacked. But yeah, like that. There's a oh, there's apparently there's a really good documentary mm. that they were talking about on that um on that RFK called like "Died Suddenly" or something. It was called like oh, basically okay. it just it, and all it did is go through. Like show you in a like a collage every single fucking athlete or whatever that suddenly died on the field. Yeah, right. On the play, and they and and he goes into that in that episode, being like, uh, in from this year to this year or whatever, on an average of every year since like 1988 or something. I can't remember. This is how many people have died while playing sports, and yeah. then from 2020 to now, 
the number was fucking astronomical. Shit, that's crazy. And it's just like, again, the, the the families of these people, man, they're going to be fucking looking for answers when they've had their like their loved ones, their sons, their brothers, their dads, their uncles, whatever, just taken away from them suddenly mm. because of these fucking, you know, not even laws that were imposed. It was just these organizations that were putting fucking mandates in place, trying to strip people's fucking, you know, free choice around their body. Someone's going to fucking pay for that eventually, dude. Bro, that's the thing. Even though they're like, oh, we can't get sued. Eventually, there's going to be something that pops up, man. Sure. Yeah, bro. It'll be, yeah. and it will just be those things. It'll be something where, again, people will just fucking demand it until it fucking happens. Until it happens. Know, until they yeah. get held accountable. Well, you know what else has been popping off over the last month or so? Maybe even month and a half? What's that? The uh, the UFO community. Yeah, bro. That's yeah. So how do we not even think about that? We were like wondering what we were going to talk about. And we said, yeah. let's just fucking wing it. Which yeah, yeah, we knew yeah. we would always crush. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, the UFO shit, dude. Bro, like, that guy that came out, the David. The ex fucking. Yeah, was it uh, Grush? Yeah, Grush? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was nutty. Hey, I mean, like people that have been into UFO, UFOlogy and all this stuff kind of stuff like we have, there's been a trillion and one whistleblowers over the years that have said well, we haven't it. haven't done but an episode the like, there's the weather balloon thing. Mm, we, we, did, we, did, no, we did do the we weather balloon. We did talk balloon. the weather balloon one. We did okay. do the weather balloon uh, because at the same time, that was when something got shot down over Canada. Oh, because we did one about all the fucking oil spills and everything. Yeah. That can't have been six months ago then. I don't know when that was. The fu- oh, we didn't put it on YouTube. That oh, oh, we didn't put it on. We didn't put it on. There. No, we did put it on Spotify though, didn't we? Yeah, we would have put it on Spotify. Yeah, but we. Yeah, uh, it was. Sorry, so it was 9th of March, the COVID vacation one that we did. Right. Okay. 9th of March this year. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. So that was the last one. Right? That was the last one. Last yeah. solo one. That yep. makes sense. Yep. Um. But yeah. So this guy's now come out and gone. Hey. Um. I can't show you proof. I guess it would be very hard because he wouldn't have his hands on files of photos and mm. videos of these alien crafts and stuff like that but he's gone i'm telling you you know from someone who's been in the industry that there are inte- there is intelligent life and there is intelligent you know ships and stuff like that and craft that aren't from earth is basically what he was saying yeah i know how wild is that on uh like a, a, a mainstream yeah. media and there's been so many like observations that have been coming out recently and like it's just weird again then like our natural mind is like you know what is that even a distraction from Mm. that they would put that on mainstream um yeah man it's just like i mean surely we get something about that more like more fucking concrete that comes out in the next couple of years because yeah. like there's been like as much as like that's like but there's been a lot more of that kind of stuff in the last like three or four years than we've had in the 10 you know 15 years before oh yeah without a doubt um so yeah i mean especially when you've got like tom DeLong and fucking you know then you that yeah. jeremy corbell and everyone that's like constantly trying to fucking bring uh exposure to it like did tom DeLong the to the star stuff did he ever get anywhere with that, 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 did that i don't ever- know but some people are like super into it so he must have like done more than just like say he was gonna do it but i've yeah. never really looked into it. but i remember I- even pagey was saying to me like dude you've got to like actually actually look at the shit that he's like coming out with no shit yeah because so I, I haven't seen I, I haven't seen anything man like and i, I would have thought that because i still listen to um usually like when i'm going like going to bed at night i'll pop on i've really been liking um edge of wonder podcast okay well, it's yeah. more like a not really a podcast i guess it's more like a show yeah but like yeah they're really good they used to be like massive on youtube back in the day and when that whole apocalypse of the alternate media kind of happened in 
2019, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, just before COVID. Um, they, they got wiped and then I like forgot about them because I was like, you know, I used to have them subscribed and then I kind of like, oh, we'll just, you know, just for- I, I, I forgot heaps of people, obviously. Some of them yep. I can't even remember still, you know. And then I found them again on Rumble and I was like, these dudes are still kicking. And they make wicked. They make wicked content. They always talk about like all different stuff, like paranormal, ghosts. Yeah. Uh, they talk about the uh, Mandala effect. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. So they're always. So they always get people sending in Mandala effect um, examples. Examples. Yeah. And stuff like that. So it's really cool. They talk about that, and they talk about yeah aliens, and then obviously you know political stuff every now and then. Yeah. Um, but they're really good because they have like. Uh, actual content as well, like video content. It's not just like them talking the whole time. Yeah. Well, there you go. That was a very long answer to what podcasts have you been listening to? Yeah, like, I, guess, can- I guess technically it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, So Edge of Wonder Man, they're still kicking. Right, I'm bro, like, yeah, yeah I'll like legends. Yeah, out. they're really good. easy to listen to people as well. So, But yeah, man, I'm, I'm super yeah. interested to see what happens in the next couple of years. Like I said, again, I mean, we've said this fucking a million times, but uh, I think the, the flow of information control being reeled back into mm. more, you know, actual uh, free thinking voices being in control. The ratings of like CNN and all the mainstream news being in the garbage. Like, oh, does anybody that still me watch some that? Hope. Or, uh, no, uh, well, I mean, like, I, they talk about it all the time. Like, I think CNN now gets like three million views an episode, like an episode. Okay, which is like you've got a population in the in America yeah, of like three hundred million. million. Yeah. That's how low. And then you've so got like ten like percent. So of I think like Joe Rogan can get like sometimes like fifty to seventy million. Yeah, fuck. Uh, Tucker Carlson used to get like ten. Yeah. So okay. like you know he what well, he was like three x of CNN, mm. and then he gets fucking shut out because he starts fucking you know questioning the war, especially. Yeah. Um. And did you see the thing that came out? So, that, you know, there's this whole, um, and then we'll, we'll talk about some other shit, but there's uh, the whole uh, Trump, like, took those classified documents or whatever home. Have you heard no. about the oh, recent I saw they raided his house about something. I didn't know that it eventuated into something, though. So the funny thing was, right, is that they were trying to, like, say that oh, as Trump's last-ditch effort when he came out of office, he was going to strike Iran. Do you remember hearing that, oh, like, um, no. thing, like, right he, around the time he got out of striking office? Iran. Well, that was the rumor and that what they tried to say, like, oh, as his last ditch effort, he was trying to push us into war with Iran. And so then he took documents home. This is what the whole thing's about. Okay. That proved that it was actually the military and the head of the military trying to push him into the, like, to the fight with Iran. And he had all the documents to fucking argue it. Um, and so then they found a voice recording, like someone recorded or they found a voice recording of him talking about that. And the whole thing all over the news is about, see, he had it classified documents, not the fact that he, the documents were to prove that he was yeah, trying to, to avoid the fucking war. Avoid it, yeah. No, I don't give a shit about that. That, that doesn't matter that like it was, he was telling the truth yeah. about, and like, again, that really lines up with how much he was trying to fucking prevent war the entire time and wouldn't yeah. budge to all of their fucking wanting to, to do it. Well, they've always been on, on his dick about something. Yeah, really, well, about oh, exactly. tax returns for a while there. And now, um, look, now we're in some proxy war with fucking Ukraine. Not we, but America. Yeah. I mean, we kind of are. Yeah. Um, but we're, because we're a fucking ally of them dickheads, but, like, we're in this fucking proxy war mm. where, like, BlackRock and all of these... Oh, there's another thing. Did you see the BlackRock Project Veritas? No. Oh, wait, so Project New Project Veritas? Yeah, he's o- oh. OMG. Oh, yeah, so oh, if anyone OMG. has heard us talk about okay. fucking Project Veritas, yeah. they re- I think we talked about the coup they staged against him. Well, he's got yeah. his new um, O'Keefe Media Group, OMG. Yeah. Um, and he they caught a BlackRock employee being like, yeah, we just buy politicians. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, he's like, yeah, like if you, it's not about who this, the president is, it's about who owns the president's wallet. That's what this dude actually no says. No shit. And so yeah, then, and, and well. it was another fucking freak out video where they went really? and showed him the footage and he walks to the police station and like, <laughs> oh, uh, James O'Keefe's like, normally they walk away from the police <laughs> yeah, station, yeah, yeah, yeah. not into the police station. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, but yeah, that's a good one to go and watch. Yeah, bro. okay. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's no still shit. out there doing work under another name. So like, yeah. Um, and that's wild hearing a BlackRock employee be yeah, like, you know, bro. it's it's the, the flow of money is the thing that matters. Like, mm-hmm. rah, rah. And it's just like, I mean, we know that. But yeah, it's, of again, course. it's when you hear people speaking so disgustingly. And he's like, war is good. Like, just saying all these yeah. really fucked up, vile things. And you're like, man, you, we knew that that was the case. But hearing someone. And then when he gets like confronted he's like i'm just a low level dude like i don't yeah. know anything and it's like well you weren't talking uh, yeah. to this bitch like you um you are you a low anything? level yeah so our project veritas like this company that still exists now are they doing anything or that yeah gone? and it's all the most pathetic like oh. exposés of all time okay and everyone's just in the comments like you fucked over james you dogs really like, so they're gone basically That's yeah yeah, yeah. I, no just unf- I unfollowed him and i was like yeah i don't yeah. need to see this shit anymore yeah um, yeah. But yeah, that's wild, bro. And that's the thing. It's like the, the lengths that they will go to. Mm. Even RFK on that podcast was like, yeah, I, I know I got to take care. I know what's happened to my uncle and my fucking dad. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So we'll see. I guess we'll, um, we're always going to circle back and have these conversations. Yeah, we, we got to. We got um, to as it, as it goes on. All right, we've talked about uh, podcast. Give me a little bit of a rundown. We haven't done a song of the week for so long. We so have give us bro. a few. What are a few jams that you've been fucking few just throwing? I know one of yours straight away because you sent it to me. Which one is that? Full Tilt by yeah, Johnny yeah, Booth, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's Full a Tilt by Johnny tune. Booth. Yeah, it's, um, it's a slammer. Hey, it's, it's, it's gives me that kind of early emo 2008 spec yep. vibes a little bit. Yep. But- at the same time, is just pure filth. Yeah, and catchy. At yeah, the same. it's yeah, yeah it's, it's got a bit of everything. Yeah, it's hell interesting. Yeah, if if you haven't heard, I hadn't heard of Johnny Booth before, but like I was like, yeah, I'm gonna give this. It's a weird a name for that. Like, yeah, for a hey. metal. It sounds like it would be something a little bit more silly. Yeah. Um. Uh, that's a good one, bro. I've got. Um, I want to actually give a shout out just because I think it's so fucking cool. The Ronnie, the falling in reverse, but Ronnie Radke reimagining yeah. a fucking um, a Papa Roach, Papa Roach, last resort, last resort. Yeah, yeah. bro, he just. I mean, I so like I I was so obviously I'm a fucking Ronnie Dick rider from way back, but when he did the reimagining of the Drug in Me Is You from his first falling in reverse album, yeah, loved it. I was like, what a cool concept. Then he did another one of his songs. I'm not a vampire thing. And it was still cool. Yeah. But yeah, doing this a cover. And then there's yeah. a really cool video on YouTube of him showing the lead singer of Papa Roach oh, when they were really? on a tour. I, oh, no shit. And he's like so nervous. He's like shaking. He's like, oh, I just like, you know, yeah. I want you to like it kind of thing. And I was like, that's such a cool like music. And, and how did Sh- uh, Jacoby react? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was so cool. Yeah, I bet. Um, and he's vo- like, Ronnie Radke's voice, bro, like oh, undefeated yeah. for that kind of like melodic, powerful song. Well, then you even today sent me the uh, oh, yeah. live Alex version Terrible. with Alex, Alex Terrible yeah. screaming the end of the breakdown of, um, was it Watch the World Burn? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, Alex Terrible is one of the most brutal screamers. Yeah. But it was interesting because, you know, Alex Terrible obviously like was doing the most of the screaming. But at the end there, 
Ronnie, Ronnie joined in, in with a high and, hit, and it was fucking. But even the low, he did lows as well. Yeah, and it stood up to Alex Terrible. Yeah, and I was like, wow, you, that, that guy doesn't. He, he, just, he doesn't. just an insane vocalist. Yeah, but yeah, bro. I really um, and I've yeah. got another uh, cool one that I just came up on my playlist the other day, and I was yeah. listening to. It was just one of those ones that like you're like, fuck, man, I don't know when I added this. It's probably so long ago. Um, and it was just like, fuck, this is a banger. And it's by a band called Valley of Snakes. Okay. I Very heard of small guys. band. That's why I was like, I'm going to give them their fucking flowers. Yeah, cool. The song has like, let me tell you how many fucking, it's not many. Valley. Well, I've got a small band here I want to shout out as well. So Valley of Snakes. This song has 32,000 plays. Yeah, wow. Okay. And it Real is small. the hooks within her flesh. Okay. Fucking banger, dude. Yeah, what kind of style is it? Um... Like kind of like metal Corey, but like a little bit death Corey in terms of this, the highs. It's very like brutal highs. Yeah. Yep. Um, but then the sound is like, you know, little death Corey, but mostly just metal Corey, like Ooh. groovy shit. And yeah, yeah it was just a fucking sick. banger, dude. Yeah. Well, that's that needs to be sussed out. Yeah. That needs to be sussed yep. out. Small band that I've actually been getting around called Red Keep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you ever listen to? Yep, they're good. Yep. Yeah. So they dropped one. It was interesting because it popped up somewhere on my Spotify. And the song was called Hakai, yep. which is like the Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Super yep. like word for destruction. Yep. It might be the Japanese word for the destruction, but mm-hmm. like, you know, Hakai is a full thing, you know? So I was like, oh, interesting. They're referencing a Jap- like Dragon Ball, you know? Yep. And then they dropped that one and then another one called Envy. And I was like, Jesus, these dudes are heavy as yeah, shit. I like that and one then they too. dropped one last Friday called Existential. Yep. And that one's amazing too. So I'm like, and then I had a look at the. A bio of them and it said they're going to be releasing an album later on this year that was actually produced by one of the dudes in fit for a king oh wow that'll be fucking so wild. these these songs are obviously produced by like these songs are obviously part of that album mm-hmm. so that's the sound that it's going to be so yeah man they're um they're really good they're really good Heaps Fuck heavy. Yeah, dude. Heaps heavy yeah, that's all. I've went back. I'm realized. Yeah, I, I've not added much shit to my uh me either though to my dude. playlist bro. Like, like I have not my actual metal, like my metal players, I haven't added like heaps to. I mean, over the last maybe week or so, I've been listening to just so much different shit. I don't even know why, but like at the moment, I'm just listening to heaps of different yeah. shit. Yep. Like just- I think I've just been listening to so much podcasts. Like I'm always like feel like I'm behind on podcasts that I add to my like watch later. Yeah. So like when I get a chance or whatever, I'm just like heaps more um, listening to pods at the moment. So like, but I need to, uh, it's time. Like I, I always get to that point where I'm like, it's time to inject some new music into the yeah. fucking playlist. So, like, I'll, I'll make a conscious effort to be like, when you got time, you're going to go and fucking do yeah. your little Spotify crawls through new releases and shit. But the um, thing is, is in September, I know that there's, like, a couple of albums that are coming out. Yeah, bro. They're going to be fucking sick. Like, Brimmy Horizon bringing their new album out. Uh, Resolve. I don't know if you've heard of those dudes before. I probably yeah, would link to so, a few yeah. of their songs. They've got an album coming out. Polaris have an album coming out mm. in September. I don't know why September is just a fucking Yeah, month, I know. Like. Which, by the way, very quickly, rest in peace, fucking yeah. Ryan Sue, dude. Like, yeah. what a... I was saying to you, I've said to both you and Rookie just about, like, how have we lost two of the most influential guitarists in the last fucking, you know, 15 years of music in Tom Searle and now Ryan Sue, yeah. where, like, both of them are looked at as, like, two like pioneers of like a certain sound. sound yeah. Tom Searle had that really like the catchy fucking yeah. like they're not repetitive is not the word, but just like, cause they, they, it's, it's well, not, yeah, they're not repetitive, but they but do they repeat. Were like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like where like, but it just slightly changes, but it makes it so groovy. You're just yeah. like so into it the whole time. Yeah. 
And then Ryan Sue, just like the technicality of his riffs. Yeah. Just a sound that was like so new for metalcore where yeah. it was like not just like and just yeah. 30 variations yeah, of yeah, that yeah. like so much more like technical but then also just like headbang and he yeah. just did such a took it to another level and then it would the flow into years. like a guitar solo but it wasn't a guitar solo where he would step up into the spotlight shred a solo then then go back again yeah it didn't feel like a feature it felt like the solo was just like a part yeah of this ambient fucking like a natural beauty. progression yep and like that i or i always really liked like in their new one inhumane which is off of the upcoming yeah. album where like it's obviously a guitar solo section but it doesn't feel like a section where spotlight goes on him and he shreds and he steps back. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, yep. he's 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 always been like that. You like you listen to uh, what was the one I was listening to today? Was it Crooked Path? I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. he does something similar in that as well. Yep. Even like um, I think Vagabond is the one that has a really good uh, like solo uh, in it as well. That's just like a part of the fucking scene. Yeah. You don't even know that it's a yeah. fucking solo. Yeah. Just Man, a, nah, such an in incredible peace, bro. talent, bro. Yeah. And- I got Just like I, I was actually upset about someone. that because like he's he's such a good good dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. He, and he just oh, just watching the outpouring of like support and love for him like really fucking got to me as well, yeah. man. Like it's just always a tragedy to lose someone so young so and young, obviously bro. so talented and just so yeah. I don't know if we'll end up getting their tour or what will happen, but this yeah. album is going to really be something special because it will be the last album ever where he's had where the he's full had influence. The, yeah. Do you think that they'll continue making music as Polaris? I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't like you know when you 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 miss you lose such a key piece. But look, I mean, it's one of those things where like how many unreleased songs do they have? Mm. where he's you know what i mean and i think that's kind of what happened with architects if you look at the album after he passed away there was so much of that was already kind of written or whatever it was like the two albums afterwards until we noticed that there was no there was just no more influence yeah Yeah. so i i wonder if it's like we've got to empty the catalog and then try and you know bring what we know about him and bring in you know guitarists that that you know, grew up like, you know, spent time with him. This yeah. is the cool thing about Australia, man, is that like we've got such a, you know, a tight knit group. Yeah. And like, you know, how close they were with like Josh from North Lane and whatever. So like, I think it would be something where they would be able to get someone to mm. to help them write maybe a final album under Polaris with, with his influence if they decided we got one more yeah. after this. But yeah, yeah you don't it's, imagine it's ever going to be nah. com- they're completely the same because nah. there's just something in his creative way that just you can't replicate. Yeah. I know Daniel writes most of the songs for the drummer. Yeah. Like actually like writes most of the songs, but I don't know. Like obviously Ryan would have had a massive part in like the riffs, especially correct, which in metal music is like the foundation of a song. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the thing that, you know, like other than like the breakdown, but in terms of like the, the, the parts that stick out the most to me in any song, it's the fucking riffs, man. It's yeah. the, always been the riffs in everything. Like yeah. the breakdown is the big fucking payoff for how much the riffs have fucking just brought me into the song. Yeah. You know, think of like, again, talking about Architects, I think of that riff like progression from Naysay and Naysay being one of my favorite songs. And that just makes you want to fucking march into battle, bro. Just yeah. that. So, um, yeah. you know, I think about the Creatures of Habit, like the high pitch, like when it goes into the and I'm just like, bro, the most uplifting fucking. So yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know I'm going to, I'm going to really like my first full listen through this album. I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go somewhere. Oh yeah. 
Last time I had a blocked ear. Yeah. I was walking to work listening to it for the first time. Yeah. And I enjoyed it, but I know I didn't get to enjoy it as like when you're hearing songs for the first time. So I think this time I'm just going to like, I don't know, I think go this somewhere. Time we, we, we have a release listening party. Oh, Even if we just get a whole bunch idea. of people coming up here, crank it or up to yours or whatever, we crank it and we actually sit down and do we it enjoy together. it, do it together. How good would that be? That'd be fun. I've never done that. Yeah. So when it comes yeah. out and everyone has to like swear that they're not going to fucking listen to it the, like earlier yeah. in the day. Yeah. Just it leave has it to be the Friday night. Yeah. Come up to whoever's house. Yeah. We sit there, we put it on a decent speaker. Yeah. And we fucking have a few babies and we, we listen to it. Yeah. I think that, that is fucking a fucking idea. great idea. Yeah. Well, I've got my fucking killer like 2.1 fucking system that is connected to my TV that yeah. we've like listened oh, to. Perfect, so we can just all sit on that big lounge. Yeah. Have a couple of bevies and just like listen to it together. Yeah. Pause it in moments and just yeah, like talk. Go back. And listen. <laughs> yeah, 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 bro. Yeah. That That'll be like sick. I mean, yeah, I've never done yeah. that before. And I reckon that would be the album to just like, yeah, let's man. fucking, let's, Soak this in. It's, yeah. Listen to it front to back twice. Front to like, back, yeah. No, no shuffle. Has to yeah, be yeah. song one to song twelve. Yeah. Front to back. Yeah. Then go have another couple of drinks and then yeah. come back and do it again. Do it again. Because <laughs> yeah. the second listen is always. Yeah. It's weird how much the second listen yeah. can sometimes be more wild. Because like you swept up in the moment of the first listen. Yeah. And that you're like you're just trying to like and then Find when your you favorites like, and shit. when you've heard it and you're yeah. like I know what I'm in for. Now I'm going to really like drill down on the individual bits. Yeah. Somehow that second listen is like can sometimes be more euphoric yeah. than the first, but yeah, I reckon that's a, a killer idea. Well, bro. I was theorizing to myself kind of what what might have happened with with Ryan, you know, whether and my I was thinking maybe it was some kind of like long-term illness. Yeah. Because I saw, I was on a YouTube video of them performing somewhere and Ryan wasn't there. Yep. So it was all the rest of the band were there and Ryan's guitar parts were on a backing track. So Rick was still playing, but yep. yeah. And then I was scrolling through the comments and someone was like, oh, where's Ryan? He's not here. And then Rick actually commented on it. So Rick from his personal account commented on this random dude's comment. It wasn't even on the Polaris channel. This is on a random channel. Yep. And he was like, yeah, Ryan's, uh, Ryan has passport issues. So he can't get to, like sometimes can't yep. get to places, right? And then I was going through, so when he passed away, was it like last week or whatever it was, I was yep. going through like a Reddit and reading just bits and pieces and people saying you rest in peace and whatnot. Um, and there was some guy that we commented, he was like, um, I look back at the death of me now in a different light because it very well could have been about Ryan slowly dying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, shit, that's interesting. So I went back and I like looked at the lyrics for some of the songs, ones that I didn't really know as much, like yeah. waves and stuff like that. Um, and I could see how you could interpret it as that, but they they just seemed a bit more like generic or like whole about something like feeling upset or something like that, more yeah. so than about someone being sick. Yeah. You know, you know how like Doomsday or whatever, like certain architect yeah, songs that are you can about really him. Really tell, yeah. yeah. Whereas, so like that, that theory, my theory could be possibly that he's been sick for a long time and it wasn't passport issues. He just couldn't get to these pl yeah. places overseas because he was sick or going through treatment or something like yeah. that. Um, and then, yeah. And then they wrote the death of me a kind of loosely about that. Yeah. Um, wow. And then it finally caught up to him. So, but I could be wrong, but that was just me theorizing. Do you know what I mean? But regardless, man, I have all the respect and always worth respect for him because he's such a, 
just a legend. Yeah, so. bro. And that's the thing. Like, you know, I saw even bands like Periphery and stuff like post about him because he started his career like doing, you know, covers, covers of their songs yeah. on uh, YouTube. And I went back and watched a couple of them and, and I watched the guitar playthroughs for Polaris and I'm just like mesmerized by just the insane talent. So, yeah, man, it's it's really sad. And um, I, I hope that we get to see the tour yeah. come through. But um, but I'm excited, man, because we've got some we've got some good shows coming up, though. Like we've yeah. got um, the uh, – well, obviously that show is supposed to have August Burns Red. I hope that goes ahead because I really want to see yeah. August Burns Red. Hopefully. But we've got Invent Animate and oh, yeah. uh, that's coming up next In- month. Invent Animate and – no, wait. Uh, uh, no, that's that's We Came As Romans, isn't it? Yeah, and Invent Animate. Yeah, is that next month? That's next month. Is that yeah, August? August. Yep. Oh shit! I thought that was I thought that was October. Oh, maybe it is October. What's the one in August that I'm thinking of then? Uh, I know that we've got like three fucking tickets or something we bought shit, at the moment. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I know that in a couple of weeks I'm going to go to Entertainment Center and see Pierce the Veil, Beartooth, yeah, and yes, Dayseeker. That yep, that'll be that'll sick. be a wicked show. I swear um, I booked one for August. Maybe I did. Yeah, maybe they've got maybe volumes in. Then we've now got volumes. Yeah, we've coming now got back, volumes. Yeah. Just unbelievably who's, excited. Who's for. supporting volumes? Um. Oh no! You no, it is. We came as Romans is August, August twenty cool. ninth. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So that's We Came as Romans and Invent Animate. There must be something o- else in October. Then volumes then. is October. Volumes is October. Yeah, and they are. When's that? I don't have it in my calendar. Um. They're supported by Gravemind and that oh, Uni yeah. slash VS. How oh, yeah. That. Univers have been p- kicking around for a yeah, while. Yeah, but Gravemind um, will be sick. But yeah, bro, I just like, oh, I cannot, cannot fucking oh, tell you. Wait. Oh, Void Division. I'm doing Lion Arts on the 19th of August. Didn't even know. I can't even remember. I, 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 I've bought so many tickets. You yeah. know what's weird? Since, since COVID, right? My gig ticket buying, bro. We got to get tickets for this like immediately. Wow, what is it? What is it? So Void of Vision tour, yeah, which is the I think the week before that one. It's at Lion Arts, yeah, like Moth to Flames. Oh, true. Varials. Oh yeah, I did see that actually because well, I remember I was talking to Lachlan about fuck Varials dude. because he likes Varials and I was like, man, they're cu- they're coming. Are they, well, are they not sold out? No. All right, well then we should go to that one then. Yeah, yeah bro. Definitely. That'll be wild. Avoid Division was so good at that part. Oh, they're show. always fucking so good. Um, but yeah, like, um, I just can't wait to see volumes, man. Like, I can't, it, the, there's some things that are just like so unbelievably high on like the bucket list of like, you know, in, before my time's done, I need this to fucking happen. Yeah. And I don't, I don't even know if there's anything necessarily higher for me than seeing, volumes. seeing volumes. That's how wild it is. Like, yeah. because they've just been such a, Core. I mean, look. I'll go back five years of my fucking Spotify. Arrays is top five five years in a row. Yeah. And the rest of their catalog is spread out amongst my top hundred every single year, bro. Yeah. Edge of the Earth is in the top hundred every single year. Wormholes oh, yeah. is the name of this fucking podcast. Yeah. Name of the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't. There's so many. Unlike Bend is a special song to me as well. Yeah. Um, there's Can just, we just reach out to their agents and see if we can find them while they're here? Yeah, we, we, we said this. I feel like oh, maybe soon because I feel like we're about to hit episode 100. Yeah. We're about to hit three years. So this month will be at the end of this month. It's three years. Yeah. So um, I feel like we're, we're almost, almost. If they come on, I think that would be. Plat- plateau peak fucking Fuck, epicness. Dude, <laughs> wild. Yeah, shit. Um, 
Yeah, that's about it, bro. Well, I think this is a good little chat. I think this was a fucking perfect yeah, little we, chat. We kind of we kind of went everywhere, didn't we? Hey, that's what we do. That's what we do, baby. On the fucking wormholes, when it's us two, we that's get to tangent our fucking ass off. But um, I love you so much, brother. Love you I'll too, never man. stop fucking loving doing these podcasts with you and, and yeah, talking man. all bunches of shit. And I love that we get to go to so many gigs and shit coming up at the end of this year and get to go and do that volumes experience together. And uh, nice, dude. if you're still here with us listening, we've had a bit of a break, but um, we appreciate you all as well. And yeah and we hope you're doing well and make sure you subscribe to the youtube channel yep because uh we're, t- t- we're only going to keep doing d- more, more wicked shit that's exactly right so we're going to have a hot ones episode wormhole yeah, hop, epi- that'll, uh, be episode holes. that'll be episode 99 we're going to do a burn holes into episodes and then we'll, we'll, have a, special, so. we'll do something special killer beautiful all right, all right peace, peace out, out bro